You know, this great solemnity we celebrate today, really, it announces the beginning of salvation. And it comes about by the surrendering, yes, of two people. The obedient surrender of Jesus leaving the Father's side to become one of us, and the obedient surrender of Mary as she expressed her own fiat. Mary's yes, her, her surrender opens the door, if you will, to the yes of Jesus, the surrender of his own life, ultimately leading him leading to his death on a, on a cross. I'm gonna look at the word surrender for a moment. What does the word mean? Well, to yield to something or to someone, full submission to someone or something. It's a word that Christians often describe as the process of of letting go of our way and choosing God's way instead. But true surrender is not simply surrender of our external life, but it really is the surrender of our will. In other words, not what I want, but what God wants for me. So if we are going to surrender our lives to the Lord, it is about choosing what God wants for me or for us. It seems like every Christian might think that we should surrender our wills to God. That's kind of a normal mindset of a Christian. Yet perhaps I think the greatest crisis we ever face is in fact surrendering the total surrendering of our will. The greatest crisis we will ever face is in fact, I believe, surrendering our total will to God and how challenging it is. You know, the determining question to answer is, is not determining if God can do what um, he asks, if, if I can, do, it's determining not if, what God is, if I can do what God is asking me to do, but I think it's deciding if you or I are willing to pay the personal cost of, comp- of accomplishing God's will. Surrendering to the will of God always has a cost to it. And perhaps it brings about fear. Perhaps it brings about the fear of the unknown. Perhaps it brings questions that don't seem to have an answer. What did Jesus say? Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me. You don't think there was a little fear in that statement? Not my will, but your will be done. What did Mary say? We just heard in this gospel today from Luke, but she was greatly troubled at what was said and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. Then the angel said, do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. You know, God never forces a person's will into surrender. He never begs. He patiently waits. He patiently waits until that person willingly yields to him And once that is done, 
the surrender is complete, but needs to be reaffirmed daily. These two surrenders, these two yeses of Jesus and Mary have brought to you and me salvation. So on this great solemnity, we should thank Jesus and Mary for their yes, for their surrender. Because through them, the word of God was made flesh and came to dwell among us. You know, when I think about my own life, um, God has asked many things of me, things I would have never, ever, ever chosen for myself, things that, that caused me to even shudder, seriously, things that filled me with so many questions, not to mention to encountered the fear aspect of that. But as I look back on my own life, the Lord has done amazing and powerful things and some challenging things as well. Things, as I said, I would have never chosen for myself. Things vastly different than what I had in mind when I said yes to becoming a priest. And though I have said yes oftentimes, many times my heart has been filled with this a bit of fear, a bit of trepidation, a fear, a bit of anxiety. Because that oftentimes comes when the Lord invites us to surrender into the unknown. But one thing I have discovered, one thing I have discovered and perhaps have learned sometimes the hard way and I'm still coming to believe each day is that God, that the Father is incredible. He's incredible. And not only that, he is faithful. He is faithful. I mean, I would suspect that Mary would have never imagined what God was asking her to do either. That wouldn't have been in her thought process, in her own mind. In this encounter with God's messenger, a bit of Mary's heart, as we heard in the gospel, is revealed to us. One can only imagine what she must have been going through. She was deeply troubled by his words, Luke says. What can this greeting mean? There perhaps was fear. She heard that she was favored. So perhaps she questioned, why am I favored? What does that mean to be favored? Something great and unbelievable was going to happen to her. And she said, how can this be? She had a heart that questioned many things. Many things. Many things went through her mind. She must have been thinking, you're asking me to do what? Really? But for Mary, perhaps this question is much more than what it appears. Perhaps at the heart of this question for Mary is, is a deep sense of wonder, a deep sense of awe, a deep sense of marvel even at God's power and God's love. A deep knowing in her own, in her own heart that this is really all about God. It's really all about God. You know, God does not impose himself. He does not simply predetermine the part that Mary will play in his plan for our salvation. God first seeks 
Mary's consent. He first seeks Mary's consent, and Mary said, in all the questioning, and perhaps the fear that was there, she said, I'm a maidservant of the Lord. Let it be done to me, as you will, as you say. So based upon Mary's response, there must have been a deep sense of surrender and this deep act of trust, a deep sense of honor and hope and dependence and faith. Because of her relationship with God, her faith surrendered her heart. Think about that. Mary's faith surrendered her heart, her will and her body to God's invitation. It was God's initiative and then Mary's beautiful, trusting response. So this is all about God. Again, God never forces a person's will into surrender and he never begs, he patiently waits until that person willingly yields to him. This is what Mary did. And we often reflect upon our own faithfulness or our own faithfulness, we should anyway. But what about, what about the father's faithfulness? What about the father's fidelity to us sinners who are weak and poor and who are in great need? What about the father's faithfulness? Yet he continues to pour out his blessings upon us sinners, his graces upon us as he did to Mary and, and Jesus and Joseph. Friends, this is what real love is. This is what unconditional love is. The Father pouring out his love and grace upon you and me, us sinners. We are called his beloved. You and I are called his beloved, even though we've done nothing to deserve it or earn it. This is the Father's faithfulness and fidelity to us. And it came through the yes of Mary and the yes of Jesus. So how, can, how, can, how we accept this truth will greatly impact our lives and how we face our day-to-day -day challenges. Challenges like the coronavirus. How we accept the truth of God's love will greatly impact the way and the depth to which you and I will receive his love. How we accept the truth about God's fidelity and faithfulness to us will greatly impact, will greatly impact the way we love ourselves and accept ourselves with all of our flaws. So, so how do you and I respond to a love so deep, to a fidelity so rich? How do we do that? How do you and I respond to God's faithfulness? A heart that deeply knows the love of the Father in Christ Jesus will not fear in giving his or her life away. And the greater our surrender will be. That was the fidelity and love of the Father in the incarnation. That was the love and fidelity of Jesus throughout his life, even unto death on a cross, 
for you and me. That was the love and fidelity of Mary in giving her life away. I mean, she must have known the ramifications of conceiving a child outside of marriage. But in her yes, in her yes, she lived in the mystery of the unknown as she pondered all these things in her heart. God's fidelity to us is a great mystery. And in human terms, it makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. God's invitation to Mary and Mary's yes is a great mystery. And in human terms, it makes no sense. Mary's yes, both on a human level and a spiritual level, led to a surrender in love. It led to a surrender to love itself and for the sake of love. The word became flesh and came to dwell with us is a great mystery. And in human terms makes no sense. Jesus obediently saying yes to the cross was a surrender in love. A surrender to love itself and for the sake of love. Our fathers or our response to the Father's fidelity in human terms makes no sense. But through faith in the incarnation, it makes all the sense in the world. Through faith in the incarnation, Jesus coming among us makes all the sense in the world. So my dear friends, we must never fear about saying yes to giving our life away. We should never fear that. Mary did it, Joseph did it, Jesus did it, all the saints did it, and the Father did it. And it has changed everything. So you and I have been invited to this surrender each and every day. We have to let go of the fear. You know, fear that is oftentimes driven by our dependence upon ourselves, by our own a fear that's oftentimes driven by our own self-sufficiency and by our own agendas, by our fallen autonomous selves. If you and I, if we say yes and give our life away, because of God's fidelity to us, it too will change everything for us. Remember this, that the will of God will never take you where the grace of God will not protect you. The will of God will never take you where the grace of God will not protect you. So this feast day is important for us today, my dear friends, because it reveals so much. What happened in Nazareth is about the love and faithfulness of God, intervening into a broken and fallen world, bringing you and me salvation. The wonder of the incarnation continues to challenge us to open up our understanding to the limitless possibilities of God's transforming power, of his love for us and his desire to be united with us, Pope Benedict said. Here the eternally begotten Son of God became man and so made it possible for us, his brothers and sisters, to share in the very life of God himself. So my dear friends, today as we celebrate this great solemnity, 
May our hearts rest in deep gratitude today and every day. Because yes, yes, the Father is truly incredible. Through Jesus and Mary, he said yes to us. My dear friends, can there be any greater gifts?